This is the West Coast Project podcast for The Affair. I'm Mike, and I'm here with Michelle. Hi, Michelle. Hey, Mike. How are things in Tennessee? Getting ready for Christmas? Yeah, getting ready. Really kind of almost ready. Knock on wood. Something will happen. But yeah, what about you? Oh, as ready as I'll ever be. Um, But we're here for episode 10, not to talk about Santa. (laughs) So, Michelle, what did you think of episode 10 of The Affair? You know... I know that everybody doesn't know, but we're doing this about a day early, a day earlier than we normally do. So it hasn't even been on for 24 full hours yet. I haven't seen it. So I've only seen it, you know, I mean, I've I've seen it two and a half times, almost three times. And I'm just, I don't know how I feel. I don't think I've had a chance to process it all yet. I know that sounds kind of odd, but I feel a little let down. I'm not sure if I feel let down because of the show or if I feel let down because we have to wait so long to see it again or just because there's not a lot of good TV on right now. I mean, there's so much going on anyway, but I don't know. I'm you know not what clear. You, do? you know what's funny, Michelle? You do this all the time. You say, no. I ask you a question and you say, well, let me tell you. I watched this and I paid very close attention and I was scrutinizing every detail and... I don't know. I don't know. Well, I don't know. You say, I don't know. Like you tee it up. Like you have this big, big answer for everybody. And then you say, I don't know. Well, I mean, I don't know. I'm, I'm waffling back and forth. Like I said, I feel let down, but I'm not sure why I feel let down. It happened exactly, exactly as we suspected, leaving us hanging, but I loved it. It was a great, it was great entertainment. It was it was entertaining. It was enjoyable to watch. Totally cliff hung. There's no resolution, but I liked it. That's that's okay. what I'm going to settle with. You know, that's their job is to keep people coming back, and they're going to keep me coming back. Well, the show is obviously a great show and all that. I just don't know how I feel about this. I feel like they left many more questions than we got answers to, and those big time jumps. I don't like that either. All right, let's talk about it. Part one, Noah, the sex parade. We see Jules, the swimmer, again. She's Gee. engaged, but she's still uh, she's still active. Yeah, she's not very engaged. So we see some random blondie. I didn't even know where she came from. Mm-mm. Then we saw a brunette teacher. I guess teacher from Noah's school. Yep. But uh, Noah's getting hot in the bedroom, but it's pretty cold at home. Uh, he's not getting much love from the family. Well, he, he has that apartment, too. Did you notice? He's taking people back to that little teeny tiny apartment that uh, that Allison didn't like. Of course. Yeah. Got to put that to use. You're paying rent on it. I get Well, yeah. Cool. Jeez. Very cool, cool music, too. The animals old. It's my life from the 60s. Yeah, the music was great. I agree. Uh, but, uh, but Noah gets into trouble, I guess, from I guess you can't fuck too many teachers and get and get let it get known or something but i think that's what he's well, in trouble the, for right yeah the janitor saw him damn that janitor so i'm I'm assuming the janitor told on him and that's maybe a no-no on some level so he goes into this purgatory called the rubber room had you ever heard of this rubber room concept for new york city schools 
I've never heard of that for any city schools. Had you? Never. But there's actually a film on it. There's a documentary called The Rubber Room. Really? And it's the... It documents the daily, this is from Wikipedia, documents the daily routines of teachers accused of misconduct or incompetence. Several days, weeks, or months are spent in these Kafka-esque rubber rooms where teachers await some sort of resolution. Oh, my God! The average wait time is three years, and we hear that from Noah's pal, right? This guy sitting next to him. Three years? Yeah. Jeez. And so it's just like a room where they go and they get paid and keep their tenure and everything? Yeah, I guess it's like paid. You can't go into class. You can't. You can't continue working until they figure out what to do with you, and they can't fire you. So you're in the rubber room. Jeez. And in this room, man, everybody they had every distraction possible, right? They're playing cards. They had iPads. They had books, magazines, computers. Mm-hmm. They're flirting. They're sleeping. They're having heart attacks. Uh, but Noah uses the time to write. That was pretty smart of him. Yeah, yeah, I was surprised considering how he has had to have certain conditions to write or to be fueled by Allison to write or whatever, and then suddenly they're showing him in the middle of all this, and they made sure to show the distractions along with the time passing, and um, he's just writing away, kind of gets lost in it. So. Well, like Bruce was saying, you don't, you know, you 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 stifle the distraction, and it pulls, it it brings out the creativity. Well, he he found it. He found what he was looking for in there. Yeah, and Harry liked what he wrote. He's just going to offer him a low six figures advance for the book. Yeah. Did you read that page from his book, Michelle? The last page on the computer? Did you stop? I did. I did. It's kind of hokey, wasn't it? It was, um, yeah, it didn't really make any sense, and it was just kind of like, I mean, nothing that we could pinpoint, and it was just, um, I don't know, kind of generic. Well, Harry and Noah have a talk about what it's like to be single, kind of prompted by that highly fuckable Alina girl in the office, the secretary in Harry's office. Yeah. Uh, don't say yeah like you don't know what I'm talking about. No, I know what you're they talking put a hot about. Girl in there. I, just, I don't think about her that way. And when you say something, I have to, you know, think about it. I'm going to just let you run with that. Well, that's that's why she's in there. They talk about all the advantages of being single. Harry's like lamenting that he can't do what, what Noah can do now. Well, I mean, the girl's obviously attractive. I just don't think about her in those specific terms, so it kind of takes me aback. But, but yeah, I get what you're saying. Yeah, go with the flow of the show. I'm trying. Uh, so next we see Noah with the detective, and he's talking. He's they're kind of still talking about that car. Yeah, I think it's a continuation of last week when we saw him get called in at the end of last week. I think they were jumping around in time because it seemed like it was the same the same episode. Well, if that's the case, then we have a clue as to some of the things that are going on because he, Harry talks, or the detective talks about 99 Greenwich Avenue. Fancy, like Noah's new pad with Allison. Yeah, but I mean, it, was it fancy? Or is it just like a good neighborhood? Or is no, he mocking at him? at the end of the show, Noah and Allison are in a really nice new place, and that's what he's referring to. Oh. Oh, you're right. You're right. You're right. Yeah, different time period. Okay. Yeah. So right. the detective has been talking to Noah very much later than right. I thought. I ever thought. Yeah. Um. So Noah says, "I didn't know, or I didn't kill Scotty Lockhart." 
And Michelle, do you think this is the real crime of the story, the death of Scotty? Yeah, I think it's the crime that the detectives going after, whether there's something else or not, who who could possibly say. But yeah, I think that's what we're going after. Do you think there's something different? I don't know. It seems like a red herring to me. The thing with Scotty and Whitney is interesting, but it's not enough to be the main focal point of this whole deal, I don't think. Yeah, I've got some ideas on all that, too, but I don't know if I want to go into them yet. So then the tow truck guy comes out as Noah's going in. And, uh, Michelle, I went back and I watched that episode with the tow truck guy, the AAA tow truck guy, Mm -hmm. to find out why he's important. And I couldn't find anything. Well, what we find out is when he hands him the card and he says, he hands him his card and says, if you ever get in trouble out here again, just give me a call. And so what that's insinuating is, is that Noah at some point gave him a call. And he was doing stuff off the books. Uh, yeah, but why do we know? Why would we think that? Because the detective is talking to him later on, the the tow truck guy, about stop doing stuff off the books. Because the guy's like, "Have you called the IRS or something?" And he's like, "No, but you got to stop doing stuff off the books." But that can and mean he, anything. That can yeah, mean anything I, to anybody. Yeah, but I, I really think that since they showed the clip of him handing him his card and saying, give me a call, like call him personally. Remember, because we even talked about that at the yeah, time. I think you said, if, who would do that? If you get, he, if your tow truck guy helps you fix your car and you say thank you and you're on your merry way and he gives, gives you a card and says, call me if you ever get in trouble out here again. You don't call him if you need to bury a body. <laughs> you call him if you need a, you know, your car jump started. Well, or you call him if maybe you have hit somebody or something with no, your car. No, you don't. No, you don't. Why would you call him if you no, hit somebody? No, not if somebody. Not to know, but because there's some kind of dent. I don't know. I don't. I don't know. But the, I. I do think that's what they were saying. Is that Noah had called him, and the guy had done something for him, you know, under the radar. That's a stretch. Like off the books. Well, that's what they showed. I really think that's what they showed. No, they showed him doing a totally legitimate car repair for Noah, giving him the card and saying, if you ever get in trouble out here, which is kind of an implication of trouble more than automobile trouble. Right. There's no reason to think Noah would ever call him for a criminal type. Not for something criminal, but something that he didn't want on the books. Whatever reason, he didn't want whatever he called him for, which, of course, we're assuming some kind of a, you know, that somebody hit somebody. But we're assuming that he called him for something that he didn't want. I'm not assuming. I'm not assuming that. I didn't get that. Why would the detective have said, stop doing things under the table? Well, he's taken... He was, no, that he wasn't, wasn't about that. It was about, I don't think, I think it was completely about the guy had been doing stuff without turning it into AAA, taking the money for himself, or I just, maybe I just saw why this did, whole okay, thing. Okay, why did the tow truck driver agree to work with Jeffries, the detective? Because the tow truck driver was caught by whomever but we have no evidence or scenes or any hint or anything of that in the whole like, series. I, I feel like that's exactly what they were saying when he was handing him the card. But we and have then no he, evidence of it that's well, there, saying I think it. that's evidence when he's saying, you know, stop doing stuff off the books. I think that's evidence that he was called in and in trouble. Kind of like a, what's it called? Somebody who, who does something with the police because they're in trouble themselves. So they're an in, in informant or something. 
I don't know. Yeah, but they didn't give us a reason why he would be an informant. Nothing at all. No clue other than that hint. That hint isn't enough to base the... Okay, let's go through this because I have another question about the detective when we... Yeah, it absolutely made 100% sense to me. So the fact that it didn't to you is making me question how I read it, but I saw that as clear as day. So that's funny that we saw it so differently. Well, you have a lot of crooked tow truck drivers in Tennessee. I don't don't think... No, no. All right, I, I went back and watched the goddamn episode with the tow truck driver to find what was wrong, and I couldn't find it. Yeah, but they didn't want you to watch the I whole know, episode. I know. They wanted I get you what to you're see saying. that little teeny tiny piece that they showed you to bring that back to your mind. But okay. Uh, all right. Next, Helen calls about Whitney. Um, the mom, <laughs> her mom's hired a private eye. Good old Margaret. Yeah. And all this info now on. All of Noah's girlfriends and all the screwing around he's doing. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And the rubber Where? room. <laughs> she did. She said the rubber I room. I know. I know she did. I know. Because I, I was like, what's she saying? And then it dawned on me what she's saying. Because that was the first time they called it that. Well, no. Yeah, maybe. Anyway, where did she get that video of him in Planned Parenthood? From Planned Parenthood. From the detective she hired. Probably got it in the... 10 minutes why would why would that be hard to get well for, well it i don't know i imagine that would be a confidential thing you're not going to hand over video of a planned parenthood thing first of all second of all um they didn't even know that noah went there nobody did helen, helen didn't know yeah, helen no, didn't she, know no she didn't know no she didn't because she I pointed said that. out i just said that michelle helen yeah. oh. didn't know right Helen did not know. But a detective. Nobody knew. Detective, that's what their job is, to find that stuff out. Yeah, but how would you know that? That just doesn't make, I couldn't connect that. And that's going to get into my Well, there's probably theory. an appointment for Whitney Soloway, and he checked it all out. And, he, you know, he could find uh, it. No, you can't call and see if there's an appointment for Whitney Soloway at Planned Parenthood. You can't call at the dentist office and He's find out. He's a detective. Out. you got to buy into that. He figured it mm, out somehow. Mm-mm. I think it's something else. But we'll, we'll, well, What we'll do you continue. think it is? I think somebody a- set a Noah driver? up. Triple no. A driver did it? No. I think Noah's being set up. All right. Well, you might be right. I might be totally wrong, but I'm not. I'm, you know, I think a detective could find that out. How? I mean, Detectiving. how would you possibly know that? They didn't know who he was. There was no police report. You know, that video is going to be, nah, I don't know. So it turns out Helen's really mad that Noah knew about Scotty and she didn't. I didn't even realize that she didn't know until she said that. No, I didn't. I didn't know that either. And Helen doesn't want a divorce. They do a lot of shouting and screaming, but Helen doesn't want a divorce. Michelle from Tennessee. Is Helen too pitiful at this point? That was one of the hardest things. I've watched in this show and there's been some real emotion jerker scenes and there was something so difficult to watch about that. Yes. She was too pitiful. There there's too needy, too pitiful, nothing attractive about that at all. Nothing attractive. And I would think that she would, not do that. I was really surprised that she's doing that. She just wants to be loved. 
Yeah, I don't think so. Even I, less, she wants to just be liked. She even said, I just want, I used to like me. I wonder, I wonder though, if she's not setting him up. There's something. There's something. Then she, because then that's she not says, help. then she even says, I can change. Like she's going to change to suit Noah's needs. She's right, really retreating him. from her early position. Yeah. But Noah doesn't deserve her. I, you know, I think that's her weakness. I think she really is like that. I don't think she's setting him up. There's something going on. There's something going on. That that didn't ring sincere to me. I mean, I right. believed her at the time. And I believe that, you know, if that's who she was and that's what was going on, that was heart-wrenching and, and so sad. Well, so it, doesn't, sad. it doesn't work in the long run, at no least way. as far as what we see in this episode. Well, that would never work. How would that work? You know, well, nobody even if it was a setup, it didn't that. work. But maybe it did. We'll see. Uh, all right, you better have some payoff at the end of this. All these. I just have C's. some thoughts. I have some thoughts on it. So I, Noah made her stop saying this. Like, stop, stop. I think he was saving her dignity. He was like, he felt yeah. pity on her. Pity. Yeah, that's what you want to be with somebody over, right? Is because they with, pity you. What's with the sex after that, though? Then they start kissing and have sex after. Yeah. No, not yet. That no. <laughs> that didn't strike me as odd. Noah just uses her. He's like, okay, another body to have sex with. Yeah, she wants him to come home. Then he tells her it's going to be fine. It's going to be fine. Okay, now we see the tow truck guy. He offers him 20K to shut up. He starts out with the standard Oscar 10,000, but the tow truck guy doubles that. Like, smart negotiation, I thought, by the tow truck guy. Yeah, I think. That happened as soon as he walked out. See, we're, I think we're time jumping here. I think that was as soon as he walked out of the detective's office and saw the tow truck driver no. walking in. They pe- yeah. They made that little scene, and then they jumped to Helen. And... Yeah, but So you no. think they jumped back to that scene? Yes. And, yes, and I think, well, I know for sure that was a setup by the, by the detective. The detective set him up to see that guy walking in, knowing he would do that. Why else would they put the wire on him? So that's why the detective called Noah in for absolutely no reason. That was explaining that scene. Remember, they called him in and said, what's the turning radius on your car or some crap like that? I mean, who's going to ask that? Yeah, that's why they called Noah in is because they knew that Noah was going to walk out as this guy was walking in and that Noah would... For whatever reason, he didn't want him to talk, would try to convince him not to talk. That was the setup. Well, it's it's yeah. interesting right after the conversation with Helen where he, he soothes her and tells her it's going to be fine. He says the same thing to the tow truck driver. It's going to be fine. Hmm. You must be in some big trouble. And don't worry, it's going to be fine. He says the same words, literally the same words to the tow truck guy in the next scene. I didn't catch that. Anyway, next with Whitney... Uh, Noah and Helen are going to press charges for statutory rape. And Whitney says, you can't. I asked him to. What about you and Allison? And she starts throwing back all the crap she's heard from Helen, probably Helen and Margaret, when Noah wasn't in the room, all this past Mm -hmm. bullshit that they've thrown at him. And she just bitch reveals it all behind the scenes, all the stuff right in front of Noah. That was pretty brutal to, to listen to, too. There was not one thing... I mean, you know, granted, Helen should not have been talking to her teenager about it, but there was not, or maybe not, but there was not one thing that Noah didn't deserve. Nothing. 
Well, some of that not stuff could have been thing. kept between the adults and not the 16 slash 17 year old. I just said that. I said that. I said, you know, you wouldn't talk to a child about that stuff. Well, that's the whole thing. That's the whole point of this being out of line is she's heard this from the adults. Right. 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 But he deserved to hear what he heard and he would have probably had a lot more respect for Helen if Helen had said it to him herself in place of saying it to her daughter to have her daughter say it to him. I didn't like that. All right. You're going to be okay, Michelle. Seems like you have your dukes out tonight. I do. You're ready to fight. I do. Yeah. Claws maybe or your. Sorry. Uh, Noah wants to let the crime go and Helen persists. Um, She's not going to change in front of him. Um, but yeah, that was an odd scene. What do you think about that? I don't know. And then she asked Noah to stay right after that. That was yeah. very odd. I don't think she was pretending with Noah. I think she really missed him, and she really did want him to stay. Because they didn't do anything. He stayed overnight, and then you know, so what? That what? What good police undercover thing was that supposed to reveal? No, it wasn't just staying overnight. I think they're insinuating that he came back home. She asked him to come back home, and he is back home at least kinda, but. In the end, the detective has that same video that Helen had. Yeah. And where did par- he get Planned it? Parenthood. Where'd he get it? From the Planned Parenthood video oh recorder machine. Oh, my gosh. Nobody knew that. Nobody even knew that happened. Even Helen didn't know he went there. How would the detective have had that if Helen didn't turn that over to him? I don't know. How does a detective find, And that's why you hire detectives to find out stuff that's, that's hard to find out. All right. We've been through that already once. But So next morning, Allison calls and tells Noah, tries to anyway, that Whitney's there. She tries to call him and he won't answer, but she texts it. So they get ready to go out to Montauk and... And first of all, how did Whitney get out to Montauk? I guess she can hop on a train, but sure. Margaret is going to babysit, and she delivers multiple insults now before they can get out of town. How she always knew he was a loser, and <laughs> boy, Noah's catching it left and right. He and, deserved it. He does, but not in front of not the kids. Not in front of the kids, right. You're right. The kids even defend him. I thought that was pretty awesome. They do two things that are awesome. They defend him against the old shrew, Margaret, and then they stick with mom, which was also awesome. I agree. Uh, Then Helen says, I married my mother. Now, Michelle, (laughs) what does that mean? Please tell us. Please tell us. Noah is her mother? Yeah. I think she's saying that Noah has a lot of characteristics of her mother that she was trying to she said she was trying to avoid marrying her father and what she didn't notice was that she had actually married her mother yeah but what does that mean you marry well, your father because he's a guy and another guy's just like the guy that your father no, was as a guy. just the characteristics you know like you may not want to marry a a you know workaholic or whatever or you know someone who's real disciplined or whatever so you may want to go the like margaret way. Um, I'm not sure how Noah is like Margaret, but Margaret is, she's kind of like a, I'll do anything kind of person. See, if Helen would have said, I became my mother, that would have made a lot more sense. But I married my mother? Married someone with characteristics like her mother. Which were what? 
maybe just the tenacity, you know, like the bulldog bite into something, not let it go that her mother seems to have. That's Noah? Yeah, is it not Noah? I mean, he can't turn loose of Allison. He's just a horn dog. He's a selfish flake. Uh, I don't know. I'm, I, I wasn't exactly clear, but he's definitely not like her father. That's for sure. So. All right, take a deep breath. Meanwhile, back at the ranch, angelic-looking Allison. Now, she looks beautiful. <laughs> she looks better than she's looked in the whole series in this next scene. She appears at the door. She's in her kind of white, little angel-looking little thing. Um, and Allison, did you notice the first thing she says is Scotty is gone? Now, do you think she knew Scotty was there? Oh, I don't know. Because that's a, bla- a flat-out lie if she's, she knew he was still there. Well, right, but we're to assume that she just got there, kind of, based on her st- side of the story, too. But, of course, we didn't know that at the time. But who knows? Their stories were so different. Well, I don't if she know. just got there, how does she know if he's there right. or not there? Right. Well, just being told. I mean, you're not going to search room to room. If you come in my house and I say Julie is not here, my daughter, then you're not going to go room to room looking for her. You're going to assume Julie is not here. But, yeah, I, I, I didn't even think about it. So Cherry tries to, well, it's an important thing to, because if she's on Cherry's side telling this lie, we've seen her lie before. Mm-hmm. I don't know, very mysterious. So, but Cherry tries to negotiate no charges. Come on, I'm just a mom. You know, you're right. He shouldn't have done it. All this bullshit. Um, but Scotty does deserve to be dead, man. <laughs> After what we just see in this scene, he's a, I, I don't like Scotty. Well, I don't think um, dead's a little harsh. Dead. But- murdered. Dad's harsh, but... Cherry says, we lost the ranch. You won't ever see him again. She's she's whimpering to these people. And just, I don't know. That was kind of pitiful, too. Yeah. Then Helen barks at Allison. Stop staring at him. <laughs> yeah, what was that? I guess Allison was giving Noah the old look down. That was another one of those pathetic things. Really? You would really say that to somebody else? It's pretty, uh, yeah, it's not very flattering to Helen to say that. No. Uh, so Cherry, you know, she's, she's done a terrible thing. and um, They should all just forgive each other. Everything's, <laughs> yeah, Cherry's mad at Allison's done a terrible thing. And then Scotty shows up. Is oh, that, I know. That, As they're is walking she out. yet? <laughs> I know. What a hateable guy, man. That was bad. Yeah, did you get rid of her yet, or something like that? And I mean, what a horrible thing to say. And then here goes Noah, back out after him, strangles him, chokes him, and no. And then Cole shows up with the gun. Uh, now, Michelle, I took some <laughs> cues from the music here. I don't know if you remember it or you noticed, but the musical cures are like cues are very curious sounding, not ominous. Dun dun dun. It was very curious, like, hmm, what's going to happen next? Almost playful type curious music. Hmm. And then it ends, that first part for Noah's part one ends with the gun being held on him. Noah is surprisingly uh, non-defensive, too. He's just standing there like a dope, like not knowing what to say. Yeah, I mean, it was like he was caught between his wife and Helen. His wife and Allison. (laughs) Well, and Cole, but he was looking, he... When Cole said, give me a reason not to kill you, because I can't think of one, he looks at Helen, and then he looks at Allison, 
Well, you and say, dude, here's a good reason. Your brother was fucking my 16-year-old daughter, and I don't like it. What do you think of that? Do you think that was okay? You speak up in your defense. You take a little bit of an offense to create a sure. defense. Sure. You don't just stand there like a mope. Well, <laughs> yeah, but I don't picture Noah particularly being a very physically aggressive kind of guy. Do you? Well, but like I'm saying, that's defensive to just say, look, dude, what would you right. have done? <laughs> right, but I just think he's feeling kind of out of out of sorts from the Noah that we know. That was but even his take on this. That was his opinion. I know. I know. All right, part two, Allison. Uh, she's doing a yoga pose. It's even later now in the summer, right? It's a different time even than this part one. No, it's the same time. You think so? It's, that was summer yeah. too? Mm-hmm. No, it's the beginning of summer. It's the beginning because she goes in and she has her vegan surprise breakfast with her mom. You know, let's just talk about this for a second because what the hell? How can I? And this is hey, Allison Michelle, Street. watch your language, please. <laughs> sorry, sorry. I'm just, I'm upset with this. How can Allison, who has just been, just detested her mother and everything her mother stands for and everything. And then she just goes there and sits on the dock and then starts saying namaste to everybody. She just like takes it on. Is she that much of a flake that she's going to just. Well, everything else connected to her is broken down. Cole, Noah. She has broken it down. She, she's done all this. She has certainly participated in it. And she's not going to be some kind of stellar, somebody you can lean on your whole life like her grandmother did and stuff like that. And then just suddenly break down and decide that, what's her name? Athena. Athena Athena is okay. And she yeah, goes but there she wasn't leaning with... on Athena. She was just licking her wounds in her own private little space. She was, you notice, she wasn't even participating in the yoga. She was doing it on her own. Yeah, I could I see don't her know. doing that, getting away, know. just being escaping and being not on with her, her. Not with she her. She wasn't she even with her though. Her. She was just taking her own space. It was a good. It's a good she excuse. She mocked her. I don't know. I don't, I didn't buy it. I just didn't buy that she would go from being this responsible person to doing this it just didn't ring true to me it didn't ring true well but yeah it's the same time because she talks about summer starting and i need to get back home to sell the house well athena's trying to set her up with a hemp bar entrepreneur who's ready to sex her up real good uh, but doesn't sound like um allison's too into that well she athena thought she needed a healing sexual experience so she rushes away with another train a half hour away or whatever. She's ready to mm-hmm. just leave in the middle of a meal right. and takes the hemp bar with her. But, um, yeah, I think she was just using that time to get away from everything. And Athena's like a non-threatening little little private space she could go to. I don't. She wasn't revealing anything to Athena and the dopey boyfriend. Maybe not, but I know if you have relatives like that, that irk you and get under your skin. There's nothing relaxing or healing about going and spending time with them somewhere. It just, I mean, I guess they were showing us that she, you know, got on the train by herself and kind of finished off the ending of the, of the last episode. But 
That just didn't seem like something she would do. The way I see it is kind of like when you're an adult and you go back home for a month or whatever, and you just go back to your parents' house or your grandparents, whoever you you can go to, and you just stay in your own room by yourself. You don't go and you reveal your, bear your soul to the people. You just kind of, you know, you isolate yourself. And that's what I saw her doing. Okay, maybe. Anyway, back at Phoebe's, they reunite. Phoebe's gone, been gone for a year, and they catch up. So Allison brings her up to speed. She met somebody, but it's over. So that's it's over with Noah. What the hell? This is like after, after, or before, after. This is before, after. All this right. is the same time because remember she goes to the farmhouse in a little bit and all that goes on. This is the same time period. It's just a different take on what happened. Plus, her hair's long. So this is before, after. This is right after, you know, she has spent the time with Athena. She comes back. And this is the four months that she spent with Athena is the same four months that Noah has spent riding in the rubber room. All right. Okay. All Phoebe can do is drink Chardonnay and say, whoa. (laughs) I don't know. I thought Phoebe had some pretty... I even made a comment about who would have thought Phoebe would have been the voice of reason. See, I had the exact opposite, Michelle. Jeez. This scene to me was so dumb. I thought Phoebe offered either poor or non-advice. Um, anyway, I, I don't know. So, uh, what good advice did Phoebe... She, she does give one good thing. I'll, I'll give her that. Or one good thing comes out of this. But it's pretty much... The one good thing is Allison's own memory, though. It's not really Phoebe pulling it out of her. It's, it's, it's the memory Allison has about Noah pulling her hand and how it being the most perfect erotic moment of her life. And, she, and we can see why she was trying to maybe recreate that. But well, then yeah. Phoebe but then says Phoebe it says wasn't it, real. Right. How does she, does she just from third party not being there, she's just making that observation like, yeah, but it was just, a, it was just an affair. It wasn't really real. Well, I mean, because it's, I, I think, see, I thought that was the smartest thing that was said in the whole episode. <laughs> it was because it wasn't real. It wasn't a real life thing. It was a moment. It was a moment and a feeling. And you notice we didn't hear Noah mention anything about that moment. This was yeah, only. Yeah, but how is it not re- any more real or less real than any other thing that happens? Because, to it's re- it, because it's something that Allison is seeking now. And she's like basting, ba- basting, basing her life on that feeling that she got at that moment, and it I was guess. just, it was just a passing thing with Noah, anyway. But anytime you fall in love with somebody, you have a moment like that, and anyone could always say, "Well, that wasn't real. That was just a heat in the moment." But yeah, it was. It's part of a. One moment that adds up into multiple times that make you fall in love with somebody. Sure, but maybe by real, the way I took it was like, uh, you know, recreatable. It's not something that you're going to be able to grab and hold on to forever. Those maybe. kind of moments. Those kind of moments. It's 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 a not the basis of a. Long, I don't know if it's not the basis. A whole relationship is not going to feel that way. And Allison is talking about wanting, you know, like circling around trying to get this back. And you just, that's not what you, you just can't 
that's not what a real relationship is. It's not these heart-stopping moments. It's it's all the moments that add up well, with maybe, a few heart-stopping moments in it. Maybe just as simple as Allison saying it's over now and Phoebe just trying to make her feel better. Well, don't worry. It wasn't that real. You know, I just, don't know. I took it more profound than that. Allison, she also asked Allison if you've ever been alone. Because Allison says, I think I'll just be alone. And... You know, she says, have you ever been alone? And Allison says, no, she never has. And and Phoebe's talking about how it's hard to be alone. And Allison says, is it any worse than being lonely in your marriage? And that was a great statement, too. That was a pretty profound statement by Allison. I, th- I thought the whole conversation was pretty good and surprisingly good, considering... Well, Mary-Kate shows up, or she's already there, I guess, and she hates her now for leaving the family and... Tells her that they lost the ranch, and um, I guess Mary Kate just shuts her shuts her down for leaving for whatever reasons Mary Kate thought were not a good reason to get out of there. Well, I mean, she just took off, you know, four months ago. She's been gone for four months, and Cole's been left behind. And but she gives her a ride. She does. Michelle, no, there's a lot of you never have to see me again going on in this episode. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, who says it the first time? I know, but but Allison says it now to Mary Kate. Just give me a ride. You never have to see me again. I think I heard it one other time. Um, but at the ranch, Cole sees Allison now for the first time, and this is her, now this we have to. I had to do a little mental mind shifting here. This was her house. I guess this was the grandfather's house with the shower. Yeah. Mm-hmm, her I had house. to replay that in my head to get yeah. it. Like, why is Elson able to sell their house and call it her house? But I guess they just moved into her house. Right. But Cole's got it all fixed up. That's what he did while Noah was riding for four months. Right, Cole exactly. was carpentering or whatever. And Allison was meditating on a pond somewhere. Uh, Allison hasn't returned any calls or texts to Cole in that span either. And wait, are we to assume that Noah, who has left his wife for her, left his wife, didn't contact her? Well, no, Cole. Allison hasn't responded to Cole. I know that, but I mean, she also tells Cole that she hasn't talked to Noah either. Maybe. That's why I think Allison chilled for four months. And Noah's out, you know, having a party without him. She just had to do that somewhere. And with Athena is like a non-benign way to, uh, uh, it is a benign way for her to do that. He left her a message. The last thing we heard was he left her a message telling her that he had left his wife for her. And she didn't return his call. She's got yoga class to go to, man. Well, you're right. You're right. Those hippies probably don't even have phones out there. (laughs) Yeah. So they come down to it where it's basically Gabriel is the only thing that can fix them, and they can't have Gabriel, so there's nothing for them to, you know, Cole can't be Gabriel, and Gabriel can't come back, and so there's no future for Cole and Allison. What do you think about that? Uh, I believe it. You know, I've seen relationships, and even ones I've been in, and for things that I thought should be able to be fixed, that... The other person didn't think so. And maybe I've been in them where I didn't want to fix them and they wanted to try to fix them. I mean, it takes two to tango, right? If one person isn't going to buy into it, it's not fixable. Well, you got a point with that, yeah. 
But then they start blaming each other. Allison asks Cole, why didn't you watch him for three minutes? Apparently he was the one that left Gabriel alone. And then yeah, Cole she said, had went in, right, and Cole was still the one outside. And I was kind of wondering about that the whole time. But And then Cole counter-blames her, well, why didn't you take him to the hospital? What do you think about that? Do you think that was just like the nail in their coffin? Do you think that was like, because, I mean, if you want somebody, because Cole has been professing his love to her this whole time and if you want somebody to stop you know if you want them to know this is over then you would make a statement like that i I mean i can't think it was that contrived i think that statement maybe not in such an accusatory manner but that statement both of those statements from them needed to be vocalized like if they were in therapy to recover their marriage i think that would be good for them to hear that from each other they had to express it they were doing it very, you know, very angrily at each other. Yeah, but she had just got done saying that they had taken good care. She didn't understand why this happened to them, that they had this son and they loved him so much and they had taken such good care of him. Would well, you really blame the other person? They're both good questions. The, the way to ask the question is not in a blaming, accusatory way, but they're both good questions. Why didn't you watch him more closely and why didn't you take him to the hospital? Yeah. As a bystander, I I would ask both those questions. Yeah, yeah, yes. But for her to ask him that, it just sounded so final to me. I mean, it, well, it yeah, of course. brought up this hate. Did you see him go from being like, Cole, I love you, Allison, to Cole, I hate you, and <laughs> get away from me? Because, I mean, he, he loved his son, too. Yeah. That was horrible. But was, later on, I see Cole waving a gun around like a Mr. Bubble Maker, too, that, I, you know, he's he's losing it. Yeah. Um, anyway. Well, he either did or he didn't. Mary Kate, Who do we believe? Mary-Kate so. rushes back in and tells him Whitney's, the situation with Whitney is brewing at the ranch. <laughs> Meanwhile, back at the ranch. Yeah. So Whitney, <laughs> Whitney explains the whole Scotty rape deal, and Cherry says, what should we do? Should I speak to your mother? And... Cole says, wait a minute, Allison, you call him and that'll get them to come because he knows that he's going to jump when she calls him. Mm-hmm. Um, Cole, Cole just knows how mad Noah would be if it, he even says it. If he were him, I'd be mad. So Cole should understand all this that he's getting mad at Noah for. You know, I'd be mad, too, if I were him. I think he even yeah, says that. Yeah, in but this, in this situation, where, where yeah. he says that here, it didn't happen the way it happened in Noah's. Well, yeah, the give me one reason not to blow your head off. That's the reason, chucklehead, because yeah, you'd but be mad, that too. Didn't, that didn't happen. I know. The, yeah. I know. Two separate point of views. Right. But that's the reason <laughs> that Noah should have said. Right. Um, next, the tow truck driver, who we know and love by this point, and the detective are recording the conversation with Noah reveals the whole bribe blackmail whatever you want to call it and uh and okay michelle i was ready to call this detective as crooked as the a country fence because he wanted everything back in cash but then on my rewatch something made me change my mind about that and that was the fact that there was another cop in the room listening to the recording so I first thought the detective was blackmailing the AAA guy. Like, yeah, you're going to get that money and you're going to give it to me in cash. He makes a point to say that he wants it in cash. But I, but then I refuted that because there's a cop there who listened to all yeah, that. Yeah, but who, I mean, who knows what that means? 
Who know, who even knows what that means? Yeah, I got that too. Why would he want it in cash? Well, cash is a funny word. It can mean doesn't mean like green dollars. It could mean all like you write me a check, you give me the whole thing right now. That means cash. Not like you're going to pay it back a little at a time or but if the cop wasn't in the room, I would have thought totally this detective is crooked. He wants it in untraceable cash in, in like bundles right. of twenties. Right, he's shaking him down. Yeah, but the cop was there. They had that cop in the room for a reason. Yeah, that's the, that's the detective's um, out. You know that makes him on the up and up because. Now there's two people that know the secret, and you can't do it with the other cop in the room. Matt, yeah, okay. There's something going on, I still think, with the detective. I mean, why why the lies and everything? I mean, that didn't make any sense to me. And then we go into this other thing where Steve calls him. He's sitting there after the the tow truck driver leaves, and he gets a buzz on the intercom, and Steve is on the phone. And the detective answers the phone, hey, babe. So now we find out that the detective's gay. There is no wife. There is no divorce. It's his lover, I guess. I know, but who is he? Anybody we know? I don't think so. But who knows? Who knows who that is? And It's not that cop, is it? What cop? Which one? The cop that was in the room. Ooh. Because if it was him, then my theory is back on that he could be crooked. Well, how Steve, would we the gay cop, is in cahoots with Jeffrey's with the, the gay detective. detective. <laughs> I mean, who knows, you know? Because he's in there alone and he's watching this video. That's a, that's a, see, I don't know. I feel like I'm, I don't know. I'm in this, con, like, conspiracy theory on it. But I don't know how he does because he's watching the same video that Helen had, which I know is the video, but I still they need to show me how they how they connected those dots for me to buy that they have that. I need something other than the fact that Margaret hired a PI or something. I need more than that. And then, you know, we find out that he's gay. And why would he have made up the different stories about his children back and forth? I mean, he's done this the whole time. So are they showing us he's untrustworthy? I don't know. Yeah, I don't know either. Um, I'd like to know who Steve is, and I'd like to know why the cop was in the room because that would answer a lot. I don't. I don't care that they find that they found the video from the Planned Parenthood. We both yeah. hammered each other over the head for that. I but. know we did, but but there needs to be at least a trail. They need to show us something about how that was found because that stuff is so confidential. All right. Well. Uh, people get people hack into Sony pictures and steal emails. Oh, come Michelle, on, come on, come you don't on! Think a detective Nobody, can hack who in? would think to do that? Who would think a to do it? Detective would. Why? Whitney it's his didn't job. go there. Alice or Helen didn't point him in that direction. Helen didn't even Whitney know Noah went there. You check out all the children. Uh, no, don't buy it. All right, now now at the ranch, Whitney and Allison are drinking beer. <laughs> Why are they drinking? They're was drinking that beer? beer, unless they're drinking like root beer or something. It's like bottles of beer. They're each holding beers while they're and waiting it's the for morning. the morning. While they're waiting for the parents to come to pick up the child who's been statutory raped, they're having a couple beers. Yeah. <laughs> Whitney asks Allison, "Were you really screwing my dad? He's so old, and your husband's so hot." <laughs> Shows a little immaturity there on old Whitney's part. I thought. 
but the Soloways do show up, and Allison lets them in. That was the, uh, oh, Jesus, right, what we, when we saw the preview? Mm-hmm, but she wasn't dressed the same in oh, this perfect, one. perfect, or whatever she, she said. she was in this room. Uh, Cole starts to criticize Noah's parenting, <laughs> and uh, and then he criticizes Allison's relationship with Noah, and then he pulls the whole murder-suicide, revenge-fuck Helen. <laughs> what if I fucked your wife, Buster? <laughs> yeah, but was... I mean, did you stop and think what I thought at that point? Because uh, I thought, would Noah even care? I mean, Noah well, pointed out to... a fairly good point. You know, it's a fairly resonant point. What if I was I screwing know. your wife? I, mean, I, I don't, don't know. know. When when the when when Harry asked him when they were having the conversation and he was bringing up his his editor when he was bringing up um, everybody doesn't have a hot wife like you do and Noah brought up that they were separated and um, he asked him if he missed her and when he asked him that Noah thought about Allison yeah and then he looks at Harry and says not yet. Yeah, well, everybody thinks Helen's cute and hot and the perfect wife, including Max and Harry and everybody. Right. I like Helen. I mean, I think I do. Um, um, but then he pulls the whole winging that gun around like, I'm going to kill everybody in the room. No, wait, I'm going to shoot myself. No, wait, I'm not going to shoot anybody. And amid, amidst all that, Allison admits it was her who wanted the relationship. Right. In her own but point we- of view. So that was important, I thought. Well, but we also have to point out here, though, that Cherry is not even in this scene at all. She's not even there, and Whitney's trying to get her parents to stay long enough for Mrs. Lockhart, meaning Cherry, to talk with her mom. And she's not even in it at all, and neither is uh, Scotty. So you're saying Cherry and Scotty are having an affair? Mike, no, that's not what I'm saying. All right, Allison gets the gun away from Cole, and then Noah. everybody leaves, and Noah stays with her. Very, they, they put a pretty fine point on that, too. Mm-hmm. Then we flash forward to their nice little apartment, putting their little baby girl to bed, and it's the nice, luxurious, whatever road that was on apartment. And Jeffrey shows up with the cops for Noah. He does. So what do you think that's all about? It's in the future, because Allison looked different, and... Noah's got a better place. He's probably got his book bringing in some money now. Well, right. I mean, he was going to end up with half a million dollars, so he can, you know, have a... He's not going to be in that little one-room studio he was in. Um, We don't know how old the child is. We don't know how much time's passed. We do know they're together. Um, But then she says to him, while they're putting the handcuffs on him, she's like, I'll get you out of this. Do you trust me? Or something to that effect. What's that? I didn't even catch that. Yeah, it was really weird. She's like, do you believe me? And Noah's looking all panicked. He looks like he did when Cole had the gun on him. Like, what? Like, Mr. Goof. Yeah, he's kind of, yeah. I don't know what to do next. I'll just stand here and look flabbergasted. Uh, And did you notice that they didn't even tell him what they were arresting him for? Yeah, not in the time that we saw them, and they didn't. No. I mean, are they arresting him for trying to bribe somebody to lie? Are they arresting him for the murder? I mean, what are they actually even arresting him for? We don't even know. Overdue books, maybe. 
so Michelle, this was episode 10, by the way, of The Affair. If you listen to this long and you haven't figured it out, I don't think I ever introduced the episode. But this was episode 10 of The Affair on West Coast Project. Um, and that's it. It's over for this season. Uh, we'll do a next season preview slash wrap-up of this season next week. But uh, that's it. That's all we got for this one. Unless you have any last thoughts, Michelle. No, you have any, I don't. you have any last minute projections for what might happen next season you know my whole thing is i don't think noah i think noah is goofy but what i'm leaning toward now is that he did not do anything noah is either covering up for somebody else who did or noah's being framed by i think it might be helen i think that might be why helen did that whole sob story come back home get you back in get you close to what and end everything. now? What to what's the game, what's the end game? To set him up. How would having him home set help? Set oh, I I don't have the details of all that fleshed out. I'm not sure at all. But I just think, considering that she had the video and the police had the video, and she got so out of character and just did this 180 of "Honey, come home." I don't know. I just am thinking. Something. Something else happened. We have a contest going on Reddit for the best theory for next season. On Reddit, you can become a guest podcaster with us for our preview slash our wrap up slash preview episode next week. (laughs) That should be fun. And so all you got to do is go to Reddit and look on, on on the Affair TV subreddit, and there's a there's a post in there for be our podcast guest. Pretty easy to find. Okay. And you just post your theory. You got to have you got to back it up a little bit too. You can't say, you know, spacemen land and take people off the planet or something. You have to have some you have to have some backup for it. I've got some crazy ideas going through my mind. Crazy, but Someone I'm sure Someone said just something crazy. about like how Jeffries is the father of the baby or something, something crazy. What? <laughs> yeah. That's what I said. What? <laughs> I'm not seeing that. I'm wondering if it doesn't have something to do with Cherry, and I'm because I've never trusted that woman from the get go. And I'm wondering if maybe she didn't have something to do with something happening to Scotty for insurance money or something. Well, Michelle, if you have a good enough theory, you might be able to get on the podcast. <laughs> All right, I'll see what I can come up with. All right, till next week. Then I'll talk to you later. We'll see you then. Bye. Bye bye.